0: Radio.
1: Okay. Okay. So, this is my pitch. Yep. Two words. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Okay. Yeah.
2: He's, he's super popular wrestler. Great. T- two words. Okay. Okay.
1: Christopher Lloyd.
2: Okay. Yeah. Back to the Future was the the big. The movies were big. He Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Great. Two words. Okay. Shelley Duvall. I mean. Sure, very capable actress. Um okay, so what 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 else? Two words. Oh, Larry Miller. Uh sure. Sure. Uh okay, do you have a do you have a, a
1: plot or Two words. Suburban Commando. Okay, so
2: is that is that it? Is that is that all you've got? That's all I've got to go on.
1: Two words it is.
2: You know, when I pick up a beat, that's when I'm on the pressure now. The question
1: always comes back to me what will it?
2: What were they thinking?
1: I'm just gonna let you know now that your aggression is really out of control, and I don't feel this is a safe space. Well, I mean, I just thought I
2: was going with the the theme of the first half of this month. I thought uh, I thought it was fun. I thought you know we're just having a good time.
1: I am going to need a minute. Okay, I'm. I I think I'm okay now.
2: Okay, well, Nathan, that you are Nathan. Bring it, dude! <laughs> Just bring it. <sighs> and asterix, Brendan dies. Asterix. The chat room version of what were they thinking? A the podcast where we talk about bad to questionable movies. This month. First half of this month, anyway, we're talking about wrestling because WrestleMania is coming up for all you wrestling fans out there. All uh, I don't know, two hundred thousand that are left right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about bad and questionable movies. And this week, Nathan, uh, we are talking about a bad wrestling wrestling related movie. And wrestling yes. related in that it stars Hulk Hogan, well, and others. We'll get into that. Nineteen ninety one release, Suburban Commando. Yep. Um, yeah, Not
1: just regular commando. He's in the city <laughs> that's, that's now. He's in, he's in the little town. He's in the suburbs. He's, he's at just outside. Yeah. or the outlier bedroom communities, if you will. <laughs> and joining us as is tradition when we talk about wrestling.
2: Oh, we talk about wrestling uh, movies. Van
1: Horn, knock it off. What? I said, Jesus, Van Horn, knock it off. Van Horn. Jim Van Horn, uh, dude used to uh, work for TSN. Yeah. Oh.
0: Absolutely.
1: Hated... Oh. The fact that TSN showed wrestling every time there was a break uh, during Monday Night Raw or uh, Monday Nitro, and they had Van Horn working that night doing like the oh we'll get you back to the show in a minute but quick a sports update he'd always be like we'll get you back to the wrestling real soon.
0: Like, no matter how highbrow or lowbrow it was. All right, yeah. well
1: let me uh, let me
2: improve on that then. Here to talk with us. About wrestling is a guest that it always comes to visit twice a year. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ryan Gilbert.
0: Hey, thanks. And uh, oh man, there is a lot of wrestling in this movie. Even if there's no context of actual wrestling in it, there's certainly a lot of wrestling moments.
1: Wrestling with their legacy as an actor, wrestling with their choices in life. Why are they not successful as their other relative who's on Married with Children? (laughs) But thankfully, Hulk Hogan would go on to win several Golden Globes. That's who
2: we're talking about, right? Yeah, that's the guy. (laughs) Oh, um, we're talking about... Humanitas Award (laughs) winner. Oh, absolutely. Now, this is actually... So, it was my turn to pick the movie this year, so I went ahead and picked this one. Having never seen this before, um, I knew (laughs) of it, and the reason I knew of it was because it was... A trailer on my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two VHS.
0: <laughs> that is cool. Oh, when you told me that, it was just like, oh, that took me back to remembering all those minor clips in front of the movie. I just before getting ready to watch uh, Turtles two, which uh, there are some similarities with Turtles two and Suburban Commando. I I kind of felt uh, during the duration of this film, mostly Frank Welker doing like monster noises. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think that. So
2: yeah, I, and and when I saw this trailer, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I was like. I need to see this movie because I was a wrestling, <laughs> I was a wrestling fan, and I saw like Hulk Hogan is basically like a Terminator from space. Sign me up, <laughs> or he, I guess he has like parts of the Terminator's armor. Some of it's missing. Yeah. I'm assuming budget cuts. I don't know. <laughs> He's not a robot though. No, but he has like, no, his, no, He has like the. <laughs> it looks like he just has like some of the metal that the Terminator has though. Okay. It doesn't look like armor to me. It, like it literally just looks like they gave up on the costume like halfway through.
0: <laughs> I thought he was like intergalactic baseball player or something Maybe. like that. That
1: this movie, um, I don't know what we're gonna say. I don't know movie. what we're gonna say. Likes about this to movie. pay homage to other various movies in so slight ways we open with a star wars entry for god's sake yeah we have that really long ship that passes
2: over the camera and no literally my first note is star wars this movie is 15 seconds in and we're already ripping off star wars
1: um when you say homage nathan (laughs) i mean ripping off okay i mean yeah, let's put that. Out I there. was trying to, uh, yeah, putting it like because my next note after the Star Wars knockoff note is, oh no, it's a spaceballs knockoff because there's a space president and they're talking about taxpayers in space. It, oh, sorry, in space. It also kind of opens like
2: the Phantom Menace where they're just talking about taxes and shit. <laughs> right, hey kids, you wanted a space movie? Let's talk about uh, let's talk about government. Your favorite thing.
0: George Lucas took note. I must. Uh, he probably did during those uh, theatrical screens. Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> George Lucas this, saw this, this movie this, opening night. This played well. This played. This played well um, <laughs> with with the children. I think this opening scene was really. They, they wanted to hear more about the taxes. Can I get a? Can I get a Coke Zero? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, apparently, this movie is a biopic, guys, because Hulk Hogan plays Chef <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Uh, uh, yeah, that's but... what I heard a million times. Every time they said his name was Shep. <laughs> chef chef ramsey. ramsey i was like chef <laughs> ramsey
0: <laughs> well I, I if it was the old uh chef ramsey uh, he probably would have better comebacks than shut up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> going up
2: which okay we should note right now um this movie was original, and nathan just found out found this out three minutes ago <laughs> Blew my mind yeah this movie was originally going to star arnold schwarzenegger in the hogan in, like the role that hogan plays and Christopher Lloyd's role was, was originally going to be Danny DeVito. So now I want to see those roles reversed. Oh my God. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Where Schwarzenegger is a schlub and Danny DeVito was an action hero. They turned this down for twins. Oh, I think they made the right decision. Uh, yeah. yeah. If, if it's a junior, I'd be like, I'd be more on the fence, but yeah, they definitely <laughs> turned it down for twins. Um, but that's what I think, like, so, you know, all the opening stuff where Hogan is, like, he, well, okay, he Hogan's, uh, you know,
1: a space bounty hunter, kind of, I guess? I thought he was, like, a mercenary.
0: Yeah, but he's, he's like... I thought he was both, and, and then some neither. that was very vague.
2: <laughs> but he's on this spaceship as the movie opens, and he's, like, blasting people away,
1: and... Which, oh, by the way, as they're going through this this spaceship... Uh, my next note was, oh no, it's a red dwarf knockoff because those are some cheap looking sets. <laughs> oh, this movie looks incredibly cheap. Uh, like
2: the budget on this thing. I, I do, I do have it. Hold on one second. Let's find out. Cause we have to, cause it, this whole movie looks like a TV. Put movie. it into context. eh? Yeah. yeah it does
1: look like a TV movie,
2: like a sci-fi thing. Let's take a look here as I pull up my notes. It's very exciting for the listeners. <laughs> The budget for this thing was eleven million dollars. Okay, um, and it made eight million. So <laughs> not, <Ooh>! big <laughs> not big success, not big success. But I was gonna say Hogan is going through beating up all these people, and as he's doing that, he, he's got these like really, really like basic one-liners. And I just every time I heard heard one of his one-liners, I thought, oh, Schwarzenegger probably would have beefed this up a little bit. Like, (laughs) these were definitely written for Arnold, but also, like, you know, if you think of something better, just go with it. (laughs) But It's Hulk Hogan doesn't have the acting range of an Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Can I say ice to see you? (laughs)
2: Uh, I mean, you can in about six years, I guess.
1: I'm going to see it now. (laughs) Right now! Right now. I will will go to Twins with Danny (laughs) DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs>
2: just thought of how funny it'd be to have Schwarzenegger play a character called Ramsey. <laughs> 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 oh man. So yeah, the star Wars open. So we learned that this, uh, this villain general suitor, um is his name great villain name of course um and he's holding this uh president the space president hostage uh basically telling him like your people need to give it up you need to give it up give up your planet or i'm gonna annihilate all your people and this guy by the way this president's name is hashina and i was like that doesn't look like a hashina i'm just gonna say it <laughs> but he's an alien
1: the best part about it though is that- oh not the bad guy the president dude yeah the the well the, the president guy would also be an alien. Would he though? He's not an he's not from Earth. I mean, is Hogan
0: an alien?
2: I don't really know. Yes,
0: he is. Okay. <laughs> I thought his suit... does he have alien transforming? Colors? See, I thought
2: Hogan just had the suit that made him do stuff. I didn't know he was actually like. I thought he was just a big tough guy.
1: One of the first things he says when he's kind of banished to Earth for three weeks, so he week to charge his ship at a super low rate. He says, I hate Earthlings. Right, right, right. So. Earthites. So, which this whole thing made me kind of laugh because they have a president who has taxpayers. And he is in like a a, a tailored suit looking like an Earth politician. Yeah. Why does this alien society have an exact duplicate of Earth society? (laughs) Um, because there were probably,
2: like, five... They took They Live Logic or something? There no were probably, idea. like, five writers, and the budget was mostly
1: for Hulk Hogan. Hey, it's like, uh, we, we can't pay for any rubber alien suit. Just just uh, make him look like a representative from Kansas. Oh, they can pay for a rubber alien suit.
2: We'll see that later. <laughs> Only
0: one, but it's. I think it's fairly good.
1: Um... So
2: yeah, so he's he's threatening the president. Give up your people. Hulk Hogan comes in and like starts yelling at like, watch out, Hashina! And suddenly the uh, general suitor guy like like a lizard claw and starts choking him. But then Hogan is just like, well,
1: I tried. Takes the president off. had like a ninja star envelope with him.
2: Yeah, but Hogan just doesn't even like the like the, the minimal amount of effort to save the president. <laughs> <laughs> like What are you gonna do? Well, if this movie was made in, you know, twenty nineteen, I'd be like, Oh, okay, that that checks out. (laughs) Why would you? Why would you put in the effort to save the president? But this was uh so yeah, he's just like, Well, um, gotta go. Slides out, plants a bomb, and blows the whole fucking ship up. So I'm a hero. I mean, we even have the guy kind of debriefing Hogan later being like, Well, you let the president die. But then he even then he's just kind of like, No, no, I'm not mad. You saved
1: everyone, it's fine. I, I I happened to look up when uh, Ramsey was trying to uh, write himself in his pod at first, and it looked like he was mm-hmm. doing something that wasn't trying to write himself in the... Well, maybe he was trying to write himself in the pot if you're doing right. But, you know what? He looked like he was masturbating. Well, I'm just I mean... Gonna... Nathan,
2: if you want to compare to like, we know what Hogan looks like when he's masturbating. We can just, we can just, we can just compare. You're thinking it's going to be a
0: film theme with like all these movies with Hogan.
1: I get you. We have source material we can go back to. So they reference aliens in that, uh, like legitimately the movie Aliens uh, in the debriefing. Uh where he's like, you gotta say, z- xenomorphic aliens who bleed acid. Yeah. Are the exact lines. I'm I, like, okay, stop reminding of us of way better movies. I think that's probably the writers of
2: Suburban Commando were like, Haha, let's take a shot at aliens, guys. We're fucking <laughs> bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> it aliens with skin uh with uh, blood that's that's made out of acid. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, he basically, his superior is like, listen, buddy, you're, you're in rough shape. You just want to take job after job after job. You need to cool down. You just punched the shit out of your own control panel and, uh, and, and drained all the power. So you got to go land anyway and fuel up for a while and
1: take like six weeks off to do that.
2: So then, Well, of course,
1: because he, he couldn't do it any faster because anything faster would be traceable by uh, bounty hunters who are apparently looking for him.
2: Yeah, sure. Already, even though this thing has just happened. Like the bounty hunters that are apparently um, in like a ride or die agreement with uh, General Suter, who will kill anyone that kills him. I guess. Again, yes. this happened five minutes ago, if that. So Hogan is like, of course, like he said, he sees Earth and he's like, Ugh, Earthlings, I hate Earthlings. Opening credits. Cut to a song performed by a rapper <laughs> and Hulk Hogan.
0: <laughs> J Rock. J Rock. No, not that J Rock. Another J Rock. <laughs>
1: on a 900 line give you chill uh, uh, rap on with the rapper clap on with the clapper it's a nice place uh, to
0: live but i wouldn't want to visit such a nice place uh, to live nah it's a nice place
1: uh, to live but
0: i wouldn't want to visit such a nice
1: place
0: uh, to live not not, not that when I heard Hogan... it's like what what year are we at right now? Are we still within the eighties? Are we going to the nineties now? I'm confused. Well, this when is, I listen to this song. Well,
1: that's the thing. This movie is made in that sweet sweet spot. It is a where there where street, it's yes. it's the nineties, but it's still the eighties.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fun to know that ninety one, like for really it's just like that tip, almost that tip end that you still get that uh, blending goodness. If you
1: want to, if you want to, kind of really define when the nineties. Shifted away into like their own thing or whatever however you want to put it. I would probably go right around the time the, um, the debut of grunge. You know when yep. Nirvana and Soundgarden and them all started kind of hitting. That's I would say that's exactly when the nineties when everybody thinks of so the nineties. Like they don't too? think of this when they think of nineties. They think of that. They think late eighties with this sort of thing, even though it was ninety one. I yeah. think movie wise, I think of the first Wayne's World. I think that
2: feels yeah. like a, the earliest because that's like ninety two, I that's,
1: believe. Yeah, and that's yeah. but that's fair too because that's still more of the straight haired um, rock and roll. They they yeah. do pay that you know the Queen stuff, but I mean at the time there was like Red Hot Chili Peppers. There were all there were alternative uh, bands on that soundtrack and stuff too. So yeah, yeah, I would I would say that's What, ninety two. I mean, when did Nirvana hit ninety? 93, so early 90s, I think. Yeah, yeah, so anyhow, this song, yeah, so this song is not (laughs) as good as any of them,
2: is what I'm trying to say. No, no, Um, no, no. (laughs) We meet Christopher Lloyd, who plays Charlie, and at first I thought he was an inventor, which I guess he's like a more like a a planner, an architect, maybe. Is he an architect? Yes, okay, yeah. And, of course, his family, his wife is Shelley Duvall. They have two kids. And thank God I was worried that the whole movie was just going to be Hogan and these two kids. So, thankfully, this is not Mr. Nanny. No, save that for another no, movie. Yeah. Uh, but he, he can't pay their bills. And Shelley Duvall is like, you need to go ask your boss for a raise. But the problem is with Charlie is that he doesn't really his like it. His boss is Larry Miller.
1: <laughs> yeah, his boss is Larry Miller
2: Perfect, but he doesn't like confrontation Charlie is afraid of asking for anything he's afraid of standing his ground so much so that he is even threatened by Shelly Duvall mockingly uh, intimidating him into going to ask his boss for a race <laughs> Shelly Duvall
1: the tiniest person on earth <laughs> and you know what a, a, a fine actress who I find is criminally underutilized in this movie oh
2: yeah for sure she's in yeah. like four scenes yeah uh, so he he goes to his his boss, and like you said, Larry Miller is his boss. To, uh, classic bad guy from the early '90s, late '90s. You know, chairman of the board. We're talking here. Uh, so he goes into work, and uh, Larry Miller is there, and just nabs up those blueprints, and he's looking it up, and he he does this fancy thing where he has a computer. And he's like reading off all these facts about him. He's like, and how are your children? Uh, blah, blah blah and blah blah blah. And are you still allergic to tuna? See, I know you. I love all my
1: employees. <laughs> Tweet. I noted. Wow, aren't the '90s going to be full of computers and wackiness? <laughs> and an- like another super
2: big trope in this movie is is the uh, the idea of Japanese investors. Oh, geez.
1: every movie <laughs> no. like this. I I did. The, I got the one good laugh. Out of when uh, <laughs> Larry David's talking to them. Larry and David. Uh, sorry, Larry Miller. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Still would have worked, I think. <laughs> yeah, you got the blueprints. Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> Anyways, where we're Larry Miller is uh, talking to the, the Japanese uh, guys, first talking, and one of them says, and they subtitled it, which I was like, wow, subtitles in a Hulk Hogan movie. Get right out! <laughs> <laughs> it says. I think it was. He said. Like, I think I'm really gonna hate this asshole. Yeah, something like and that. And and the the translator says the absolute opposite. And then he calls her a coward. Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. So that's going on Ugh. while that's going on. Hogan Hogan's ship lands in a
1: a really awful special effect. Um, oh, into a don't a building. We are we are pointed out very heavily that the crystal, the awards that uh, the arc that uh, Larry David Miller uh, won was <laughs> Simeon <laughs> Crystal, and I was like, Monkey Man, crystal? they really went out of their way to to, to point that out. I think that's going to be a plot point later. Yeah, I should have said that, but then later when it comes up again, I was like, oh, "Of course." <laughs> Which when later when it came up, it uh, came up, I was like. Why would they have the exact same name for that type of crystal in in, in Shep's world? Anyhow, uh, yeah. Five, so Hogan five days to write this probably,
2: <laughs> probably in a week a really Coke fueled weekend. Yeah. Um, Hogan crash lands into a big building, and because there's a bunch of electrical wiring and shit, he like sets off some disco music. Hilarious. <laughs> um Ugh. Taking shots at disco too, right? That's a that's a pretty bold stance in 1991. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> these writers were like, "Watch out, watch out, everyone!"
1: <laughs> Hot takes all through this thing.
2: <laughs> but back to Christopher Lloyd, we have more evidence that he doesn't take chances. Is that he doesn't want to run traffic lights? Does that mean that he doesn't take chances, or does that mean that he's kind of just a safe driver?
1: Maybe the fact that his car is so small it would be obliterated by anything. Yeah, I- I'd be a little more cautious if I was driving that car as well.
2: Yeah, because everyone is like, everyone goes on like the yellow, and he just, you know, waits. And I'm like, what? Well, what am I supposed to think here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it does happen like a few more times, it'll give you more time to think about. I, it. I, I hope so. It, it, meaning,
1: yeah, uh, he's a slow pokey nerd. Yeah, I think that's what they're what they're jabbing at. What they're gonna need to do in this
2: movie is repeat the same jokes over and over again. Before I start getting it, I agree, Ryan. That's that's the <laughs> you best strategy get it? for this movie, huh? <laughs> um. This is one of the more hilarious uh, moments coming up here is that Hogan is just walking around town with his like full armor and stuff, and this kid is just following him, <laughs> smiling. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's another kid that gets up and starts following him. But when you see his face, he looks terrified to be on camera. Not terrified in, <laughs> in character. He just looks like, well, I don't want to be an extra yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't
1: want to do this.
2: <laughs> and all the women are just looking at Hogan walking by, being like, who is this fucking Specimen of just pure <laughs> unfiltered sex appeal. I
0: who's? I thought they were more like, look at this guy. He looks like a weirdo. Yeah, but, uh, like, whatever you want to read that. I excerpt. don't know. There's.
1: There was. I got the uh, the drift that a lot of people were like, okay, who's the big guy with you know the GI Joe costume on? Uh, or well, the space force GI Joe, whatever. And uh, the the ladies. Some it like some of the ladies were into it. So. But it had a weird combination of the two. Yeah. And then he murdered an RC Cola machine. <laughs> it's almost
2: yes. Nathan, it's almost like they couldn't direct the extras properly. <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> yes, he does murder an RC Cola uh, machine, to which I note good
1: riddance. Uh, I think Ben would take umbrage with that. Oh, wow. <laughs> My good friend delicious, Ben delicious RC loves Cola. RC
2: Cola. <laughs> We'll have to. Although if well, if you some bowling
1: alley chips, yeah, well, that's the thing. If you want to get the, tr- the an RC cola experience, if you can't get RC cola, just go buy generic brand soda, cola. <laughs> it's the same stuff.
2: I do like yeah. how when he smash like smashes the machine to get that uh, woman her change back. Everybody scurries as if like they're all homeless, just like <laughs> rallying right. around all these like
1: quarters <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> He's, as after he murders the RC cola machine, he sees a dog. Uh, in a truck on a like a hot day, obviously, and the windows are all rolled up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a pickup truck, and he looks over at this alfresca dining uh, uh, area uh, where, oof, uh, uh, I don't know, less than reputable chap is mm. having his supper, and he, he he's yelling at the dog. Uh, Hulk Hogan goes over, and the guy's like, what? And then it's a switcheroo where he's freed the dog, uh, given them the guy's food, and taking the dude's clothes. And put a muzzle on him. Yes. Which I also noted, number one, I don't think the dog
2: had that muzzle on.
0: Yes, before. it did. Oh, it did? Yeah, it okay. Did. yeah. But my second yeah.
2: thing is, did no one see that whole thing go down and think, uh, maybe someone should call the cops? <laughs> maybe they just know this guy and felt he deserved it. There, I'm I going to say, in most of this movie, there are several times I noted there are no police in this town.
1: Right. I also have other questions about the way things get done in this town, because have you guys, I mean, both <laughs> you guys uh, rent apartments, and uh, I mm-hmm. I used to be a renter uh, back in the other day, and uh, I never ever once picked up a sign that said, apartment for rent, and just pointing in a direction.
0: <laughs> to a house? So just,
1: just go in this general direction, there'll be an apartment for a rent, we assure you.
2: Yeah, it's just on like a, a fucking, like a pole, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and yeah. there's no phone numbers or anything. No,
2: just follow the arrows. It's just directions. an arrow. Yeah, exactly. If, yeah, if
0: there was like a scene of like follow the arrows, that would have been Oh, oh that would have been fantastic. Juice. And then Shelly Duvall is just like, I
2: just wanted to make sure we got a good listener.
0: Then why'd you go to put them in the sewer?
1: <laughs> I mean, I followed them and
0: all. Oh, dudes, what are you doing down here? Oh, shit, it's a crossover.
1: Guys, will promote my movie on your VHS, won't you, brother?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Why did Hogan never team up with the Turtles? Lost opportunity.
1: Because <laughs> he was too busy hanging out with the three ninjas. Oh yeah, yes, On right. Mega Mountain
2: and Ernest. Yeah. Oh, that's a coming soon, God.
1: So Christopher Lloyd, aka Charlie,
2: comes home and starts dealing with these neighborhood um, adult bullies, and uh, and and a unfortunate chap uh, that lives next door who is suffering from some very severe PTSD and apparently just like sitting in a tank all day.
1: And it was at this point I had noted uh, this movie is like falling down but played for laughs. <laughs> it really is because he's like – he's clearly <laughs> got like severe
2: problems and he's He's drinking, got some pent-up rage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's drinking and he's sitting in a tank and he keeps addressing everyone as like private and oh, colonel and everything.
1: Oh, no, I mean Christopher Lloyd as Oh
2: Michael Douglas from Falling Down.
1: <laughs> oh. but But
2: I'm just saying that guy – somebody should call that guy some help.
1: Oh yeah, I, PTSD neighbor. I have the uh, the note right here. Um, so Christopher Lloyd gets home, and Shelley Duvall does like this sexy seduction. And I gotta say, that's a, that's a good woman. Uh, I I must say yeah. because she she's looking out for her fella in one of the few scenes that she gets used in this movie. And um, he just he can't. No, not in the mood. He's... Which was man, he must be dead. <laughs>
2: So dead inside. He, he, he basically does the, uh, I, not tonight I have a headache. Which, I also have another question, though. Does she just have that wig for that purpose?
1: Maybe I maybe she bought it that day for that purpose. <laughs> okay. I mean...
2: I just thought it was funny that gotta she... It's
1: got to start somewheres, right? <laughs> just thought it was funny that she also had that wig on.
2: <laughs> but yeah, she tries to... Yeah, and he's like, not tonight, not tonight. And then he goes out to his uh, work shed, and Shelley Duvall has converted it into an apartment
1: in the span of 7 yes, hours. Yes, thank you. In a day, in a working in day, a she has transformed a, a working garage with filled with tools and all the like, we saw that what he was working on before he went yeah. to to work that day. And has put down drywall and there is like flooring down, closets are in there. It is like
2: a perfectly laid out apartment. Like there, it's it looks like you would see in like, in like pictures online. Like, look at this beautiful place. Um, and I gotta say, like as as much as I would maybe be, I would be mad, like Charlie is, I would be more
1: impressed. Like, holy shit, did you do this by yourself? She hired the income property people <laughs> from that show. I'm I imagine is on Home Garden Television. <laughs> okay thank you for the endorsement <laughs> wait are you part of that show Ryan
2: <laughs> uh, are you a no. secret producer <laughs> wait a second what a, why did you ask specifically to do this movie
0: because <laughs> of suburbia
2: <laughs> uh, so they got this apartment and luckily Hogan uh, Hulk Hogan comes over like almost right away to rent because he apartment. can follow he can follow arrows he can follow arrows Um. And immediately he starts eating with them, and he eats like a pig. Uh, also and double dips. Oh, does he ever? No, thank you. Um, he also makes a Coneheads reference. Did you guys catch that one too? Because he says, "Where they're like, where are you from?" And he says, "I'm from France." France. Yep. Yeah. It's right. like, oh shit, referencing 1970s SNL sketches. <laughs> or
0: they'll do it as a movie two years oh, later. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yep. Do you think Lauren? Saw Suburban Commando and was like, <laughs> Now you can, Dan. Now you can. <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah. Hogan comes over to rent the apartment and automatically Charlie is a little um, weirded out because Ho- Hulk Hogan is a massive human being and wearing, mm-hmm. like, you know, all this metal and shit. I guess he doesn't have the metal on. He right doesn't now.
1: have the metal on at that point no. because he's he's, remember, he stole that guy's clothes and nobody
2: called the police. <laughs> But Charlie does start sneaking around and starts to, and wants to like know a little bit more information about this guy. He finds one of his like space guns under the bed and just like shoots a hole through the wall that just blows up some random person's car that we <laughs> never get any follow up to. That guy never You think they could have, have at
1: least tied it into the the
2: jerks next door. I, that's what I thought it was going to be—the jerks that wouldn't yeah. let him go into the driveway. That's what I thought the follow-up was going to be. But no, the only real follow-up to that we get is that the next day Christopher Lloyd comes out and Hulk Hogan is like working out with like parts of the blown-up car. Yeah. I think
1: no, he wasn't. No, oh, he, was he was. He was doing uh, reps with a a drill press oh. and a bandsaw. Yeah. Okay. So my question I- at this
2: point is. Why haven't they called the cops yet? Because the space gun alone would be enough for me to be like, nope, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, coming up, Shelly Duvall should, like, what happens next? Shelley Duvall should be
1: reporting this. Um, what, that she loves the Marsha Warfield show? <laughs> I did, that was such a dated reference. I didn't get that at all. Marsha Warfield was Roz on Night Court, and she had a talk show okay. for a little bit.
0: Second of two Nightcore uh, cameos in this movie.
1: Well, they rented the footage anyway. <laughs> who was the other one?
0: Kwan Lee is one of those, the translator.
1: Thank you. Oh my god! I <laughs> you need, were thinking about that as
0: like who could that be? I
1: couldn't place it, and I was like, I know it's not Margaret Cho. <laughs> <laughs> I kudos to me for not thinking that that she was one and the same. So there you go. Man, hey, Corn uh, Lee, there you go.
0: <laughs> Maybe she'll be in the night court. <laughs> so Shelley, I, love that. I can't believe I'm saying those words. Shelly
2: Duvall is watching Marsha Warfield, and she starts, but we don't see that she's watching. We just hear her screaming, and Hogan is like, oh, shit. Right, and like runs into the house and grabs her, and then she's like, no, 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 I'm doing this new activity called Screaming for Health, and I'm like, okay, whatever, bullshit movie. <laughs> and then uh, and she's like, I'm watching Marsha, and the mailman shows up. Hogan nearly murders him with a butcher knife, <laughs> yes again (laughs) police call the police you have a psychopath in your
1: house i i don't know man i i think that a lot of this stuff are if they're gonna go full-on bonkers with a movie like this that one of the best things they could have done is just played up how nobody reacts because it's la and everybody's insane but they don't really do that though no they don't some people react some people don't they would have had the perfect opportunity in that opening scene when he's walking down before he takes the guy's clothes where everybody's just like yeah whatever Here's some some guy no instead Hogan it's LA <laughs> H- Hogan uh
2: assaults the newspaper kid by throwing the newspaper yes! back at him with the propeller cap on <laughs> and he just like lands in the bushes with his feet just kind of wriggling <laughs> uh <sighs> Hogan then goes over and confronts those like adult bullies uh, because he moves their uh, annoying, <laughs> he moves their shit out of the way so Christopher Lloyd can go into the driveway, and mm-hmm. then the adult bullies come over and, he, and Hogan's just like you know what are you gonna do? You want to pick a fight and want to get down and dirty and start beating each other up? And he's like, no, we're gonna sue you. It's the '90s. We'll see you in court. You
1: got any idea what these cars are worth? Thirty thousand bucks. You got any idea what we're going to
0: do to you if we find one itty-bitty scratch on them? Any idea? Let me guess. You're going to pound my face, break every bone in my body, then you're going to drag me across the gravel road and feed my remains to a warthog. Is that about right? What are you, nuts? This is the 90s. We're going to sue you. We're going to get you for willful destruction of property. Yeah. Mental anguish. That's getting it to him. Loss of work hours. We get through with you. You ain't going to have a dime left of your name. You'll be hearing
1: from our attorney.
2: And I kind of laughed at that scene a little bit. Like, that was kind of a funny joke. Yeah. Because, like, it, it it does go, like, against the the stereotype. And then... But again, we don't go back it's, to that ever again.
1: <laughs> it, it's It's one of those things where... I don't know. It, it, there was those are the only two ways they could have gone with it, and uh, I do remember gags like that happening a lot in uh, comedies around this time because everyone talking about political correctness and feelings, and and, and people suing everybody. The the lady who sued McDonald's for sp- burning herself with hot coffee. All that stuff was had happened right around then, so the, everybody was in a very litigious mindset. So, yeah, like, this was a spot on joke for that time. Wait, coffee's Dude. hot? Yeah, and there's a warning on the cup and everything for you now. Oh, thank God! <laughs> so glad
2: you brought that oh, up that's for me. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then Hogan starts doing other shit. There's a guy that drives around the neighborhood really fast that nearly murders a child, uh, Christopher Lloyd's oh, son. Yeah. So he saves him, <laughs> and then and then plays spin the Trans Am. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he hunts them down and, and is – I am I think he's about to murder them before Christopher Lloyd steps in. <laughs> well, he, he flips over their car. Yeah, and then just gives it a little spin. Again, no one in this neighborhood is like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> and they are so – Christopher Lloyd and, this, and Shelley Duvall and everything, they're so happy that he saved their son, so they give him a big piece of cake and take a family picture.
1: I, that, that's what <sighs> you do. That was weird. That was so weird. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, and, and and like, yeah. They're like, here's some cake. He, he starts eating it, and then they're like, okay, everybody get together for a picture. And I'm like, this isn't a, th- a way humans do stuff.
0: <laughs> I, t- I found it, it was hilarious. Like he was eating it. And she was like, hurry, quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna eat it. All it's almost
2: that- like they're. It's almost like when you're trying to like distract a dog so that they'll take a good picture of yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Hogan at this point is just doing It is a bunch of vignettes of him going around town He stops a purse snatcher um, mm-hmm. he, he he goes up to a car With one of those like talking car alarms
1: and, and Yeah that's apparently self aware And can feel Yeah <laughs> yeah.
2: apparently the car was made by Skynet Because <laughs> it just literally Starts begging off from him right It's like no, no come on, Seriously let's talk about this yep. <laughs> was, Yeah that was bizarre Please
1: You can stand as close as you want in fact, take the car. No, please. Wait, no. Let's talk about this. No. Oh, Lord. I've and I can't get
2: off. Because the movie, like, I think... The movie, like you said, it almost should be like no one reacts to anything or everyone reacts to it. Like, they need to pick a lane... Um, but they just kind of keep wavering back and forth. And the same thing with this. Like, if you're not, if you're gonna have this kind of weird logic, then just go with it the whole movie. Don't, don't like do. Don't expect me to like buy into anything in any kind of serious way. And then do a joke where a car alarm is like, "No, please, don't hurt me."
0: <laughs> I've fallen. I can't it's get up. Basically, yes. Hal.
2: Hal is a car alarm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so we meet our our, our mime. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh God! The mine. My favorite character. Who is a, who? Apparently thinks that the the highest traffic busking area is a an alley behind a building in the middle of the night. In the
2: middle of the night. <laughs> who are you
1: performing for?
2: And Hogan shows up and thinks because he's doing the whole thing where he thinks there's like a like a like a, he's in a box or whatever. Yeah,
1: Trapped in a box, yeah. And Hogan mm-hmm. is like,
2: "I'll punch this imaginary force field for you, brother." And of course, just <laughs> knocks the mime out, which I think would have killed him based on the strength we've seen Hogan have. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and this is the only. This is the one time they could have done this joke, and then left it. It would have been fine. But no, they got to bring this character back in. What like two more times? Two
2: more times. Rule of th- comedy rule of
1: three, baby. This should have been a rule of one. Get that laugh and get out.
2: Um, at the same time, Christopher Lloyd finds Hogan's ship. But then we quickly go back because Hogan goes into an arcade. And this is another moment where like the logic, the logic <laughs> thing is like, what am I watching?
0: Cause he's... Into the wizard territory.
1: Worst <laughs> part about it is the kid's playing Afterburner. He's just <laughs> flying like an F-15 Tomcat. It's just, It's just a regular plane. But they're they're screaming about alien overlords and using, like, the sci-fi laser photon torpedoes. It's like, dude, it's Afterburner.
0: There is no Dragos or anything
2: Exactly. But Hogan plays it so... He's like, let me take over, brother! And he plays it so well that the machine explodes and then a white flag sticks out of the back of it. (laughs) Yeah. Is this a Mel Brooks movie? Like, is this a fucking... (laughs)
1: <laughs> is this made by it, like is, is this a, a david zucker film like that that's what this is on the level of here's the thing if, they, if it if we had known that if it had been that from the beginning this we, we would have probably regarded this as high comedy
2: well at least like <laughs> at least like at least, a comedy at least you're like ah that's why yeah. that's why it's like this. Oh, the it's whole movie is david like zucker like say what you will about scary movie and the sequels i like some of them but like at least it's a parody from minute one to the end. Like you know exactly what yeah. what the logic, the internal logic in that movie is that there is no internal logic. Like
1: it's just all over the place. Um, we also we also find out that the only uh, video games that they could apparently get the rights to use the name for were Afterburner and Joust. Oh yeah, what to say? Like, Joust. Afterburner
0: is like more the more current <laughs> game that they had in that arcade.
2: So so Christopher Lloyd <laughs> finds Hogan's armor. And he decides to put it on and save a woman from some crooks. Why not? Were they no? I, were, I think they
1: were going to rape her. Oh yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty dire. In a in a '90s Hogan, Hulk Hogan yeah. kids family movie. It is. Exactly. I'm glad which you, you got the preview for on Ninja Turtles two. I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> that
2: because this was 1991, so all the ratings were around, and this is only PG. So this isn't like. PG thirteen were like, you know, it might be some stuff that might be a little scary. No, this is fucking PG. <laughs> like basically <laughs> a kid's movie.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. There's no, basically about it, he was still a huge white meat baby face at the time. There's mm-hmm. no way kids were not gonna be wanting to go see this movie. Um
2: I did write down so in this scene, Christopher Lloyd shows up and like Tries to stop them, so they shoot him in the chest, and he just like Mm -hmm. falls over, but he's not hurt or whatever because the armor. But then I also wrote down, like, it reminded me of that scene in Dumb and Dumber where he's like, What if they just shot you in the face? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (laughs) What if that dude had just been like, Oh shit, bang, dead.
1: Right, that, that, it would have it would have been a very short movie <laughs> or a very interesting
2: rest of the movie.
1: <laughs> it would have taken a seriously dark turn, that's for sure. The rest, Hogan just oh Hogan trying to explain to Shelly Duvall where her husband is to to the kids.
0: Listen, little brothers, <laughs> I couldn't invest in a face mask. I'm sorry. <laughs> they need to this see my face. This isn't
2: WrestleMania Nine, dude. <laughs> Randy savage didn't fuck me up in a gym or whatever the story is (laughs) so anyway christopher lloyd gets up and his well he gets up because he has rocket boots of course and Mm. the uh they they just send him charging into the crooks and knock them down and saves the woman and then we cut away and we find out that the uh, brothers of destruction are coming to earth
1: (laughs) uh, (laughs) that would have been
2: great wouldn't it the other one would have been glenn jacobs (laughs) oh my god (laughs) guys mean mark the undertaker in this movie as a as a bounty hunter uh I believe when this yeah when this movie would have come out, he would have already been the undertaker. Can you imagine being like a young w w f fan and going to see this
1: and being like the undertaker dude, that's exactly what i said, yeah yep. I saw this I didn't see it in theaters my my dad certainly wasn't shelling up theater money for this kind of movie then. <laughs> He was right to do not do that. But when it hit video, uh, I absolutely watched this. And when we saw The Undertaker, my brother and I instantly knew who it was. We were like, oh, are they going to make him talk? Because The Undertaker hadn't talked at that point really at all. Well, they do. They do. Well, that's coming up. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but yeah,
2: Undertaker and some other dude, they're bounty hunters, critter style. Um, and they're on their way down. Thank to you. Earth. Yeah. It's basically it's critters. But before we get to that, um, the another uh, pretty well-known actress, uh, Elizabeth Moss, is in this movie. And she plays a little girl because this was 1991, so she was super young. And she gets Hogan to uh, save her cat out of a tree. It's literally a save the cat moment, but they don't even do that right. Cause Hogan I love this, actually. Brings the branch down. Elizabeth Moss is like, that's not my cat. So Hogan is like, what? Let's go and murders a cat. <laughs> Poor sassy
0: from Homeward Bound.
1: Is, that, those types of cats are assholes anyway. That's what I have noted here. <laughs> no. <laughs> A cat upholds. Poor cat. Um,
2: Deserved it. <laughs> well, no. I like the I like the payoff to that later, though. <laughs>
1: hashtag pet murder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Elizabeth Moss nearly gets murdered later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: uh hogan also learns
2: about ripe melons or how to tell a melon is ripe from an old lady to which i noted are we gonna do a boob joke in this in the scene like what's going on
1: <laughs> i would have respected that joke more than the one we got that was unnerving yeah hogan
2: is like oh you just gotta squeeze the melons to see if they're ripe and it just explodes all over her face which was an un, unnecessary shot
0: that's a creepy gif right there
2: put it on the episode post So at this point, oh, Hogan, oh, by the way, Hogan has run into the mime already like a second time. He like threw him up on a roof because he thought he was using mm -hmm. a rope. Runs into him a third time and this time the mime is like, no way, pal. It just runs off. Um, (laughs) At least he's miming during the day this time. At least, right? Right. At least he's like, oh, wait. I still
1: don't feel like it was a high traffic area for
2: busking, though. No, it really isn't. Um, He needs to work on his business model. But Hogan at this point is like he gets in his ship and he realizes that his suit oh, I is I know gone. he's in he's in Mime Club. <laughs> he has to do it
1: in secret. He can't talk about it to anybody because the first rule of Mime Club is you don't talk about Mime Club. Well, you don't you don't talk at all because it's Mime, mime Club. Club, right? And the second rule these, is
0: these rich backstories.
2: The <laughs> second rule is if you're super <laughs> depressed, you can be a mime. <laughs> So yeah, Hogan, uh. Hogan gets into his ship and he finds out that uh, his suit is gone. So he goes to where Christopher Lloyd works. Um, I like the detail that he is uh, he is intimidated by his secretary because she is a sassy uh, young lady. <laughs> and so, carries
0: quite the magnum.
2: Yep. And she tells him to take a seat. So <laughs> he picks up the bench. <laughs> he takes a seat. Um And, uh, yeah, and then Christopher Lloyd comes out. He learns that he has to have blueprints ready for tonight. Whatever.
1: Sure. Well, then, because, as you said, Larry David is just basically riding Christopher Lloyd's intelligence yeah. into success.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hogan just grabs Christopher Lloyd. He's like, what are you doing with my suit, brother? The secretary pulls a gun
1: <laughs> on, <laughs>
2: on him. So it's like, oh, this was made in 1991. <laughs> Uh, and, and so Hogan is like, well, you're going to go help me find my suit. Cause he just like left it in that alley. Like he didn't, he didn't, he just got into it, saved a woman and then left it there. <laughs> so, so they go off looking and this is a moment in the movie, uh, guys, where I thought, man, it would have been so prophetic if Arnold Schwarzenegger had played the Hogan role because they go over to a bank cause they start to see people that are frozen, And I thought of like Mr. Christmas music
0: playing in a non Christmas time of year. Oh,
1: no, before that, first he tears the door off Christopher Lloyd's car. uh, And then they use a PKE meter. Yes. (laughs) Oh, from Ghostbusters. As the track. Yeah. It was like from Ghostbusters 2, I think. I think it's in the first one, too. I I, I mean, this specific model, like the design for it. I think they were slightly different. uh, Sleek
0: looking one, yeah. Yeah.
1: Sure. uh so yeah and then yes we come to the bank where people have been frozen and you're absolutely correct <laughs> just imagine like
2: as schwarzenegger was like i don't need to do this frozen movie i'm already going to be mr freeze <laughs> but yeah he's looking around everyone's frozen because they're using hogan's gun or whatever uh they go and find the the crooks i'm pretty sure they're the same crooks right from earlier it is the same guys yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're robbing a bank they shoot the freeze thing at hogan but hilariously guys ready for a great joke <laughs> he downs a bottle and says mm, antifreeze which lesson kids
1: he's blind now
2: yeah and it's again, yes <laughs> didn't and, even put in wine <laughs> and ryan you mentioned the kids you're right this is a great message for the kids watching <laughs> just drink you yeah if you're getting if you think you're gonna freeze just drink some antifreeze I mean, it's right there in the name. <laughs> yeah. So he's Miles fine, really but unfortunately, Christopher Lloyd does get frozen so that we can hear him uh, utter the infamous line later. I was frozen today. <laughs> I was frozen today. <laughs> so again, a- another scene where I'm not sure what people, what onlookers are thinking because Hogan puts a frozen Christopher Lloyd in his car sticking out through the roof just driving around
1: hogan can drive a car too i didn't think he could drive a car again his he, apparently their world is an absolute perfect opposite of ours mm-hmm. uh except hulk hogan hates ours apparently <laughs> maybe that's why maybe he thinks like his world came up with it first yeah. now the the uh the bounty hunter guys they showed up and attacked at the bank oh, yeah, and they, they do <laughs> yeah, and then we see them later, for some reason, destroy the takeout, uh, the drive through sign at the, the Surfin' Burger.
0: Yeah, the 90s vernacular Because seemed mean. They
2: steal a car that says just married, like, they steal that yep. from somewhere. Yeah. And the person at the Surfin' Burger uh, figures they're, like, newlyweds and is like, and they're like, we ain't gay, basically, and just shoot <laughs> the Surfin' Burger sign.
1: Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> sure, movie. Yeah, sure, <laughs>
2: 1991, whatever you say.
1: And then, then, then comes the whole alien Rambo speech from Christopher Lloyd, where he says, "I was frozen today." Oh, I love his delivery on that line. Oh, it was, it was he beautiful. is trying his damnedest. He, you can't fault the guy. He did not phone this no. thing in at all. Not at which, all. well, he, to look at it is like this is gonna. This would be something that someone would see. This is a payday. Just I, wonder, well,
0: I
2: wonder. I wonder. Oh, I was like. oh, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, what, at the time he was doing those live-action segments on the Back to the Future animated series? Yeah.
2: I wonder if at the time, too, that he was like, he only, like, if, um, if he replaced DeVito first, and then he was like, Mm. oh, I'm going to be in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Shelley Duvall, of course I'll do it. And then when Hogan (laughs) came in, he was like, ah, fuck. (laughs) uh, Yeah, i So, yeah, the... There's that whole back and forth, and then oh my god, the Simeon (gasps) crystals—they come into play. (laughs) They come back into play because they actually. What do they do? They power his ship or something?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, yes, they do, Uh, and also uh, where they go looking for it. Isn't Larry Miller's making some awful jokes?
0: Yes, (laughs) like Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania Nine.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh God,
2: I was gonna quote it, but I can't even quote it. It's that bad. But yeah, no, he is in this movie. (laughs) He's he's making some some stereotypical Japanese jokes. Um, but, yeah, they basically decide, like, we have to go get these simian crystals and to power my ship so I can and then kill these bounty hunters and escape and blah, 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 blah. blah. So they go to the, the this big like party at his work where, you know, Larry Miller is uh, posed or poised to uh, make this deal with the Japanese investors that's what they're called. The whole movie. That's the, I'm, I'm yeah. not simplifying anything. That's the movie. I think that's
1: all they call. It, but they do get they do get the names. Do they in the credits?
2: I think. Oh, I, in the credits. Okay. Yeah. No time. No time in the editing booth for names for these characters. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they go to this party, and uh, Margie is there, the secretary, and she is wet for hulk hogan like she's (laughs) she's talking about like i want a big i like these big beefy football players and she's like hanging off his arm and hogan's into it and then christopher lloyd has to be like no no we're here for the crystals and he's like okay (laughs) it was your idea buddy so they use these binoculars that can apparently see through anything in the world i think yeah they locate the crystals um, where uh, Larry Miller is talking to the Japanese investors. They go over there, um, or Christopher Lloyd finds them, and he's like, no, you got to come with me. Uh, dist- he's, like, distracting him or whatever. And uh, in the meantime, Hogan comes in, and then they're starting to, like, bag the crystals, but Margie shows up with a gun again. Yeah. Put those down. <laughs> um, she's a real company gal. Uh, but then what what sets off probably the best uh, five, ten minutes of this movie because the bounty hunters show back up
1: <laughs> and we get a whole like fight sequence here. Yeah, and at, yeah. at one point, uh, Hogan does his, his best Swayze where he gives away his positioning uh, so the other person can react and stop it from happening. I thought you were going to say his best Swayze when he takes a metal rod
2: and bends it into a bunny. Oh,
0: my God. That was a great moment in Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, uh, for
1: sure. I do have a note that uh, apparently, uh, oh, this was during this whole this whole sequence. At one point, uh, he crashes through the wall, and I just noted he fell on his fucking arse. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the shock
1: master. <laughs>
2: Hogan does have a – he knocks the the first guy, the one that's not the Undertaker, uh, through right. the floor. He just, like, kind of hammers on his shoulders, and he just falls, like, four flights or whatever. And then him and Undertaker start fighting. Taker has rocket boots, because I guess they all do. Yeah, <laughs> and, Pushes him,
0: like, Raiden in Mortal Kombat.
2: <laughs> um, Hogan finds, like a, like, a paper clip on the floor and just, like, triggers the rocket boots to just send him up through all the floors. And then he calls Undertaker Camel Breath.
1: Yes, I thought that was.
2: I mean
0: Campbell's, you say?
2: It's a weird because that sounds like that sounds like it should be a racist insult for someone else, but he's using it for Undertaker, so I don't understand it.
1: Because <laughs> I've definitely well, heard it it's in okay. older
2: movies. <laughs>
1: say. There is a, there there could be a distinct possibility that the was recast uh, the well I was going to say that the (laughs) the children may have originally played a bigger role in the the story um, and he might have overheard uh, one of the kids saying it to one of the other kids and thinking that is like a super dope earth insult to call somebody (laughs) camel breath
2: he heard the kids being super racist to like this poor kid in the neighborhood and he's like that's a pretty good insult brother
0: (laughs) I'm going to take this to heart (laughs) Brad Hart
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you, Yokozuna, or you, Bret Hart, camel breath? <laughs> that was his WrestleMania <laughs> 9 promo,
1: right? Uh, whether it's you or the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it was much worse than what I said. Mm. So, yeah, he sends Taker up through all the floors. He fights with the other bounty hunter on the bottom floor. Eventually, he crushes him with a falling elevator. Um, and then Taker gets to finally say his one line in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nathan, would you like to d- deliver this reading?
0: You're a dead man,
1: Ramsey.
2: Yep. That comes out of the undertaker's mouth. I mean, not really, but it does <laughs> in the movie.
0: How come no one has done any like random posts to edit like all his iconic promos in his whole WWF career with that voice? <laughs>
1: Every time the rest in peace, you're a dead man, Ramsey. <laughs>
0: And the eyes roll back in his head. (laughs) No, just someone just like doing a child's voice, just like recreating all those promos.
1: (laughs) Buried I've dug a lot of holes and buried a lot of (laughs) shoals.
2: Rest in peace.
1: You're a dead man, Ramsey. Yeah,
2: it'd be great. Let's do it. (laughs) Why not? Um and oh my God Hogan has this stupid uh, it's like a it's like a wink wink I'm from wrestling line where when the, he kills the first guy and then Undertaker comes back he's like what is this a tag team yeah it's
0: like uh, 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 uh. Uh. but he uh. does kill no that pilot would be later <laughs> oh <Yes>. yeah right.
2: <laughs> He does kill Undertaker's character, I guess, in, like, the most cartoonish way ever because he sends him through a wall and he makes, like, that perfect outline, like, the hands up and the legs, the the hands and the legs out or whatever. And it's like, okay. Yep, basically. (laughs) To which I I even noted, like, is he dead? Because, like, I didn't think that would have killed him. He just went up head first through, like,
1: six floors at least. But we do do get confirmation because Christopher Lloyd uses the term... Waxed the enemies, <laughs> like he's like straight off of an NWA record. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I do like the moment we go back to Larry
2: Miller, and he's just like wasting time till Christopher Lloyd comes back because he's like, "Yeah, I say on the, in this building we need uh, one floor on each level, and uh, you know, I, we need walls and and well, possibly actually, a ceiling."
1: He, <laughs> he makes he does that. He also uh, is talking about. Raymond Burr being yes, in Godzilla say, you... and Nick Adams being in uh, Mothra.
0: Yeah. If only he mentioned Gamera. I'm sorry, Nate. Oh, that would have been great. I Wouldn't thought about push. that. I was like, well, he's
2: mentioning like a lot of kaiju movies just to get the Japanese investors <laughs> to be like, oh, he's cool.
0: No, I can't imagine Larry Miller watching anime at the time. <laughs> you, guys, uh, you guys watch uh, Akira? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. Uh, <laughs> there you
2: go. It'd be like me trying to, like talk about anime to stall them i wouldn't have anything to say like <laughs> like uh 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 that run that they did at uh at,
1: at the alien place yeah i've watched the show that's based on <laughs> and he uh yeah and he does he does talk uh, about his uh about each build each place needing a floor and walls and stuff like that and a ceiling I, I, he did stop short of telling them that walls work
0: i <laughs> wanted to know more
1: but
2: then we go back because apparently the day is saved guys hogan is like i have to my planet needs me bup, 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 bup. <laughs> um and he decides to go back but suddenly when charlie returns home he finds that <gasps> what's this oh, what the fuck is that guy's name again oh cat uh, suitor
1: yes yeah, yeah general suitor
2: general suitor from the beginning of the movie is still alive and he takes uh, char- Christopher Lloyd's entire family hostage. Oh, hey, Shelley Duvall. Haven't seen you for 45 minutes.
1: Oh, also that he knew to do that because of a photo that, uh, that <laughs> Shepard had uh, where someone photoshopped out the background, apparently. Oh,
2: oh yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> well, also, like, so the only reason for that weird photo scene where Hogan was eating cake so that they can have this part where General Suter is like, oh, so he
1: lives with you.
2: I- or oh, or that
1: they they mean something to him.
2: Yeah, that that's what I mean. Yeah. Like so <laughs> It makes that scene even weirder cuz it's like <laughs> that was it. That was the whole reason for that. So anyway, um yeah, Suter, General Souter finds them and then he 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 forces them to tell him where Hogan is and his ship. So he brings the whole family there and in a very chilling line when he's calling out Hogan, he says, and I quote, you have ten seconds to come out before you see the inside of this beautiful child's head. Yeah, yeah. The ch- PG kids movie. Yeah. Kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, oh man, that got
1: like really uncomfortable quickly. <laughs> I um, it, it's funny too because when we were doing that, he was inside of his ship with like an advanced targeting system. Yeah. I could have easily pinpointed the, the the top of that chap's head. But he and missed taken care like, of the whole situation.
0: Didn't even have to blow up the ship either.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't have had to yeah, he wouldn't have had to set the <laughs> self-destruct sequence,
2: nothing like that. Nope, but uh Hogan is basically trying to act tough at first, like I don't give a s I don't give a shit about that family brother. <laughs> Murder them in front of me, dude. <laughs> but General Souter is like, "Ah oh, ha, ha, I know you have a soft heart. I saw the cake photo. <laughs> <laughs> And then, so he's like, okay, let the family go in exchange for me. You can do do whatever you want to me, is what he says. And then, Suter, at this point, would make, I think, Bond villains roll their eyes at how long he goes on about his plan. Like, he just drones and drones and drones. I survived the explosion because I always have a contingency plan. And don't you know I'm a lizard and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Even Hogan, even the movie knows, because Hogan is like, are you just going to bore me to death, dude?
1: Well, at least he said what we were all thinking. Right? About this movie. (laughs) Uh,
2: But Christopher Lloyd drives his family off, and then he's like, you know what? I got to go back and help. I owe it to Mm. him. I owe it to him to help. And I don't know what he, like, honestly, at this point, I'm like, what are you going to do, dude? You're like a human being. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy is a an alien space lord,
1: uh, played by a middle aged character actor. Good luck. It's like it's like his real name is like, you know, Melvin or Phil or something. It's like Glenn. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh so he does go
2: back though and he man he gets beat up, obviously, Christopher Lloyd, but he does grab uh Hogan's like metal arm and grabs suitor's balls with it. That apparently triggers his transformation into alien form.
1: <laughs> and uh, which looked an awful lot like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Y- yes. Yep. Also, I <laughs> yeah. thought
2: a little bit of uh, a predator.
1: Just a little bit. So, well, I mean, they didn't want to get sued by either one of them, so you mix them Unless both it's up, painted right? green.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I see a lawsuit, so I need to paint it green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, that was probably where a good lion's share of the, the effects budget went to.
2: Oh, yeah, it's not a... I mean, it, it it's a rip-off, but it's not a terrible-looking suit. No, it, 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 it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
1: they destroy a miniature. <laughs> they do.
2: <laughs> the alien beats the shit out of Hogan, let's just say that. He tears up yeah. pretty bad. But then um, Hogan electrocutes the thing, and of course, cue the disco music.
1: Because so what what do you think killed the beast uh the electricity or the disco (laughs) no
2: they say hogan killed the beast hogan killed the beast (laughs) uh hogan yeah so he i mean he gets the shit beat out of him but he still pretty easily defeats Suter. uh takes christopher lloyd and gets him out of there before the whole building blows up his family shows up and hogan is like oh he's he was a hero you should have seen him in there he saved the day and all that stuff um, meanwhile, we go back to the boss, Christopher Lloyd's boss. Like this is the moment you were talking about earlier where he's talking about like Godzilla and Raymond. Byrne right. And yeah.
1: I thought that was, I thought that was earlier during the, the whole thing where he was like, and hey, it's finished too. I'm kidding. Of course.
2: <laughs> but then Christopher Lloyd shows up and is basically like, I do all the work and you don't do anything. So I quit and walks off and Larry Miller's screwed. Um, and then the movie should end there, but we get like, <laughs> This is like the
1: return of the king like, of the yeah, like, like like movie. Seven goodbyes at the end of this thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: you like recurring jokes here some more. Or? Oh,
2: we got to wrap up every single fucking joke we set up earlier. So Hogan like, uh, oh, earlier we didn't, I guess I didn't mention this, but earlier he, he was trying to go on a skateboard and he kept, he wiped out. That was the only
0: yeah. time
1: he really like failed. So this is one Hulk of his Hogan. biggest
0: bumps in his career. <laughs>
1: I, I wrote that he was not a dynamic dude, apparently. Oh, well, wait till next week. <laughs> yeah. Only one of them. Only one of them, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, fortunately.
2: Unfortunately. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it wasn't the other one, right, Nathan? Your favorite? Fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> shut up.
2: Uh, <laughs> <The> worst. Hogan, <laughs> Hogan shows up, though, with to the skateboard bullies who are all, like, eight years old.
1: And but I didn't, I didn't get, were they supposed to be bullies? Because I I thought they were friends with uh, David Faustino's younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just
2: like, I think he was just like, I wanted to show them up. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. he starts like going, and, and by the way, Hogan is wearing the most 90s Zuba pants. I was going to say, that's so 1991 right
0: there. Those Zubas. <laughs> like, did he
2: have... Um, did he have a fanny pack on, too? Because if he did and I missed it, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> was like, Hogan was just, like, coming back from a show, and they're like, we need you real quick. Just pickups. Just come on down. We're doing
1: reshoots, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, brother, just got to finish beating Professor Toru Tanaka, dude. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he was in the company that year. <laughs> 1990. <laughs> he, the main event was Hulk Hogan against one half of the Orient Express. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not the
1: oddest booking they've ever done. No,
2: it was it was a it was a school gym. <laughs> so yeah, Hogan Hogan is amazing at skateboard tricks. Now um, he does like a headstand and everything. Uh this time he does save Elizabeth Moss's cat, but she get she holds on to the branch and she goes flying through the air and he catches her right in the nick of the time right in the nick of time. Uh and he he utters the immortal line, "Get a goldfish." <laughs> There's more guys. Hogan is uh, leaving. He leaves on Does he get on a helicopter?
1: It looked like Starbug to okay. me, really. <laughs> like if 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 Red Dwarf had Maybe just a little bit more budget, it, their starbug would look like this.
2: <laughs> and who's leaving with them, Margie? They're they're right. an item now. Uh,
1: by the way, Margie will surely die when she reaches his planet. More than likely, because who's to say that you know? Uh, the, the the first of all the the
0: oxygen level is right atmosphere and all that yeah
2: Yeah, the air itself will alone (laughs) will probably kill her if not the entire race that hogan lives with that might not like
1: her (laughs) head will (laughs) pop like one of the alien one like the bad guy from total recall (laughs) (laughs) and then the last scene in this movie is the
2: origins of christopher lloyd becoming a villain i have to assume because he finally (laughs) works up the courage to not only run that light but he has Hogan's space gun, and he shoots the traffic light, therefore causing many accidents and probably multiple deaths. Yeah, because he shot it, and everybody was like, yay, and they took off
1: through. I'm like, that's not how traffic that's, signals that's, work. That's not a good you idea. need that for
0: an intersection.
1: What you guys are... Uh, absolutely failing to uh, to realize that this dovetails quite nicely uh, into the spiritual sequel. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but Falling Down, starring Michael Douglas, <laughs> playing the Christopher Lloyd role, because Christopher Lloyd was like, "That's too violent for me. <laughs> that's that's a little too racist for me." <laughs> I don't know about this McDonald's scene. <laughs> Could I be frozen today? Yeah. Exactly. I got that
2: line and great Scott. What do you got for me? (laughs) So that's that's Suburban Commando. So, Ryan. Yes. Would you say that this movie was worth a watch? A drunk watch with friends? Would you attempt head trauma to forget it or avoid like the plague?
0: It is drunk watch with friends, honestly. I was uh, expecting a lot worse. I think just from memory of just like people talking about how bad it was versus... Maybe uh, watching this a decade prior, so like mixed memories. Man, so dumb, so dumb. It's but so uh, I I laughed so much more than I thought I would be.
2: Yeah,
1: all right, Nathan. What do what do you think? Oh, drunk raw watch, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it it <clears throat> it has the abilities uh, to to get up into like the lunacy of like a Ford Fairlane. Mm. Or even Secret of the Ooze, but it, it doesn't quite go full bore uh into that direction. So it, it's a it's good for a, a good laugh, but I'm not gonna say I legitimately love this movie no. as well.
2: Yeah, and I think so I think across the board it's a drunk watch. I agree. Um I laughed at I just kept laughing at at the movie, not at the jokes that they were doing, but just at like the like are they really doing this like what is happening now <laughs> what why uh, this, is look, doing this? Were, like, this
0: would really be a cool cartoon where that logic can be like certainly passed but like it's i think it's just hilarious just seeing it played out in a live action movie directed by a guy who mostly did westerns in the 50s
2: john ford directed this
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you want me to do what
0: <laughs> no, but it was someone who I think worked with John Ford. Sergio so Leone. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> so, well, brother, you want me to just stand here for like 10 minutes and stare, brother? <laughs> yeah, so it's a drunk watch across the board. Um, well, on that note, then, we are going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back. What were they?
0: It's late, it's time, let's check our cue, baby Pair it
1: with a couple brooks, baby
0: We love your movies We love the bad ones, too so we watch them all and pass their ooh, lessons on to you. Ooh, oh yeah! Ban out,
2: ban out,
0: ban out, ban out. out, Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovier. With a one that's black holes, and gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your
1: friends, Steven and Isabelle
0: at eilfm.podbean.com
1: What were they thinking?
2: And we're back.
1: Yes, we are back.
2: Yes, and uh, now comes the time on the program where we are going to uh, get a little bit poetic here, Nathan. Yes. It's time for the low Haiku. Tell the good folks what the low Haiku is all about.
1: Well, the low Haiku... 17 perfect syllables to describe the movie uh, that we were just talking about. So,
2: that's right. So, Ryan, as our guest, would you like to start with your haiku?
0: Sure. I'm absolutely going to do my haiku for definitely the best segment of them all that doesn't take forever to come up. I got one. So, are you ready to snap and click or however they do it in this bar? (laughs) Been a while. It's been a while, folks. Okay. Was that your haiku? No, no, uh, yes. Okay, I actually do have to do it now. Okay. Words said by Hulkster in this filmed suburbia commands the big screen. Yes, okay. Very good, very good. Take your waitress on the way out.
2: <clears throat> okay. Hulk Hogan, spaceman, Schwarzenegger said, no thanks. What's your excuse, Lloyd?
1: Thank you, thank you. Uh, Mine is uh, reminiscent of the idea that I had actually seen this before um, on video, so... Oh no, not again. Gonna no-sell this garbage was frozen today
2: Whoa, haiku hey hey yeah. back in the chopper here it's looking real
0: real <laughs> gusty up here i just had 3 pots of coffee Whoa. Blavin. i'm going down <sighs> all right well
2: we, uh, we talked about this movie, the three of us did, but Nathan, what do we always say?
1: Well, we always say... Don't take a word for
2: it. That's right, folks. Don't take our word for it. In fact, maybe we should rely on the wonderful people at Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay. I'm sure the critics... Adored this film. How how many, uh... What percentage of critics liked it, Nathan? 15%. One
1: five. Of 13
2: reviews. <laughs> the audience, though, I'm sure, much more glowing.
1: <laughs> 32%. Oh, Out of 10,000 plus reviews. <laughs> this uh, this uh, looks like uh, nostalgia
2: did not hold its ground here. No. Um... Well, Ryan, actually, why don't you start us off, because you got something there for us uh, regarding the uh, the critics' takes on this film.
0: Yeah, it's like there's a good one from On Rotten Tomatoes, but I found something interesting by going through uh, WrestleCrap, the very worst of pro wrestling. They have a chapter going through a bunch of uh, movies at the time. And so for Suburban Commando, it was a marginally better film than No Holds Barred, but that didn't keep it from bombing. It made less than $7 million at the box office. The reviews were harsh. Roger Ebert went so far as to claim that this movie caused him to reconsider his chosen profession. Somebody was asking the other day, do I ever get tired of going to the movies? Nah, I said, I love movies. And so, so many days, it's not really a job. It's more of a lucky break. But I wasn't feeling lucky the day I saw Suburban Commando. (laughs) And you know what? By golly, by the time it was over, I was feeling kind of tired of going to the movies.
2: (laughs) They broke Roger Ebert. (laughs)
1: one out of four yeah yeah
0: i don't know if he's ever walked out of movies that he was trying to review gene siskel i think did that once but i don't think roger ever did that Uh,
2: i think he yeah i I feel like he did with a spit on your grave or something like that like there was something yeah but i think it also had to do with the audience that was there that he felt like uncomfortable and he quickly got out of there yeah
0: because like that makes a lot more sense he
2: said that when he went to see that there was i remember him saying like when he went to go see that movie there were like people cheering in the audience during like the rape scene and shit and he was like "Ah, i don't like this
0: (laughs) see that's different that's taste it's not like maybe just like uh a, a goonish movie like this but it's definitely a big extreme for sure
2: well michael e grost of classic film and television says minor but pleasant comedy with touches of satire But that's a negative review.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Scott Weinberg of Mm eFilmCritic.com wrote, Hey, at least (laughs) Hogan's consistent with his cinematic output. Consistently awful. One out of five.
0: Okay, from Luke Y. Thompson. Hogan and Alien? I suspected as much. Watch for the cameo by Mark Undertaker Calloway. <laughs> uh, wow, I'm actually, this, I'm only going to read
2: one more critics review because there's not that many. Uh, but Emily Blunt, uh, oh, wow. judging by yeah. that picture, has fallen on some hard times. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. Back in 2005. Yeah, she's probably a lovely lady. <laughs> Emily Blunt of Blunt Review says, Late at night you ask yourself, how do films like this get made?
1: I think what she meant to say is what were they thinking? I think that's what she yeah that's really what she should have said. Uh, my last one comes from Ryan Cracknell from Apollo Guide and he wrote shows why Hulk Hogan should have stuck to the wrestling ring.
2: Mm. 42
1: mm. out of 100.
2: Oh
1: wow, okay. I want
2: to I want to see I want to see, see the rating yeah. system.
0: Yeah. And I see one for Harriet uh, Waugh from the spectator. A waste of celluloid.
2: <laughs> ah, there we go. Gravity uh, is the soul of wit. All right, let's get into the uh, into the auteurs here. The uh, uh-uh. the audience <laughs> reviews. Um, okay, so Jacob B gives it one out of stars. He says, a Hulk Hogan vanity project disguised as a Masters of the Universe knockoff, pretending to be a Star Wars Rambo crossover. Suburban Commando has some decent bits of action, and Christopher Lloyd's performance is entertaining, but at the end of the day, it's just a stupid, stupid movie that exists just to cash in on how popular Hulk Hogan was at the moment. Though this movie did give us the immortal quote, I was frozen
1: today! So there's that. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I've got one here from Brian A. I'm assuming it's Brian Adams, the wrestler, not the singer. And, uh, he wrote, uh, if you're not a 90s kid or a Hulk Hogan fan, then you probably won't like this movie. It's good for a 90s nostalgia and some funny scenes. Three out of
0: stars. All right. Ben S., which I'm going to assume is Ben Shapiro, wrote oh, for no. one star. I ben was the frozen. Hammer Shapiro? Oh, no, that's, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's George. George the, Hammer, the Shapiro. Hammer Shapiro.
0: Remember your late night uh, commercials, for sure, and localized commercials. I was frozen today. The only thing funny about this movie.
2: Did he dissect the lyrics of any of the songs? <laughs> bow, bow, da, bow, da, bow. About it not wanting to visit here? <laughs> <laughs> now, suppose the vagina was going to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> he'll never live that down i love it uh, i know it's, it's like perfect <laughs> all right this review suspiciously is from terry b <laughs> <laughs> and he gives it five out of stars <laughs> and he says hulkamania still running wild brother i love this cheesy movie despite all the mainstream <laughs> over criticism from indoctrinated viewers if you love Hulk Hogan and are a true Hulkamaniac, then you will love this. Not to gloss over the awesome Christopher Lloyd,
1: who was frozen today. <laughs> Jeez. Yep, I underestimate the staying power of that fucking one line. It's all over. It was a meme things. about a
0: decade ago. <laughs> um,
1: I want to hear from Chris C. So I'm assuming it's Chris Candido. <laughs> Keep this going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Though humorous to a certain extent throughout, Suburban Commando is a forgettable sci-fi comedy gem with a post-Rocky 2 role as a space warrior by Hulk Hogan and features the unfortunately wasted talent of Christopher Lloyd following the success of the Back to the Future franchise. Three out of stars.
0: I got one from Calum from Beyond Bar. the Grave. Where, go ahead. Some... Some say Citizen Kane is the best movie of all time. Others say a Tarantino or a Scorsese masterpiece. I say Suburban Commando. And that's the only movie he's ever watched. And maybe just like only in passing heard about Citizen Kane. It's like, yeah, whatever. Black
2: and white, boo. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) I hate to go back to this, but it's all over these reviews. Cody B, who I think was the director of Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies. Gives it, gives it five out of stars and says it's not that bad. The best line from best actor with WWE Hall of Famer: "I was frozen today." Okay, how do you give a five star review and start out it's not that bad? Um, you'll have to ask the director of Pro Wrestlers Versus Zombies.
0: Okay, it was five out of five for averageness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I've got the one here from Dave B. So I'm assuming it's Dave Batista. Nice. Uh, he writes More stupid fun from the Hulkster As he plays an intergalactic renegade Hiding out on Earth Until he can set things straight A recipe for wackiness Three out of stars
0: Oh, no Batista One from Virgil Good movie, funny, a must see <laughs> Sorry, can you Meat sauce
2: Can you repeat the review from Virgil again
0: Good movie, funny,
2: a must see Wow Weirdly um, uh, friendly tone in that review. Okay, um, Joseph M. Oh, hmm. Joseph Mercury, Joey Mercury. Yeah, okay. gives it five out of stars, and he says a philosophical look into the evolving family structure.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: so I never thought of it that way. I guess this movie's great.
1: All right. Well, let's see what I can find here. <laughs> uh, David A. Uh, so I assume it's David Arquette. Okay. Oh, uh, I was gonna say that doesn't. Oh, it does. It does. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh. In fact, we talked a whole lot yeah. about it last year. <laughs> uh, cheesy special effects, but good Hulk Hogan action slash comedy. Five out of stars. He just wants that title again. <laughs>
0: Uh, one thing I feel like I see one of many So I'll just say it like I was frozen today Was just the only comment And some of them only like with one star <laughs> um, Alright
2: my last one here Is going to be from Larry G Uh-oh.
1: Larry, Uh oh uh, uh. <laughs> Larry G. Gertner Larry, Larry Gertner Joel's <laughs> less talented cousin There you go
2: Larry Gertner gives it four out of stars, and there is very little punctuation in this, so bear with me. Now, I know this movie wasn't that much loved like at all, LOL, but I just loved it because I still watch WWE and TNA, and I know it's all fake, but I loved it then, and I still love it now, LOL. I'm just going to be true to myself, and if I'm a big kid for it, so be it. LOL, this movie owned.
0: (laughs) Do you have less... Less commas and periods. There's one period in there, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, that's my last one. Uh, okay, well, my I got one here uh, from Scott A. So I'm assuming it's uh, Scott Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, look that one up, guys. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was a referee not that long ago, <laughs> right? Uh, this movie is what really started Hollywood Hogan's movie career. You will laugh, cry, and other emotions from riveting <laughs> other acting.
0: emotions.
1: Sorry. I gotta, I gotta do that again. <clears throat> this movie is what really started Hollywood Hogan's movie career. <laughs> I know, Hollywood Hogan's movie career. I get it. <clears throat>
0: Never saw Rocket right. 3. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> All right, all right. This movie is what really started Hollywood Hogan's movie career. You will laugh, cry, and other emotions from the riveting acting Hogan displays. Though this is no Thunder in Paradise, it is still a masterpiece. Five out of stars. Ugh. From Scott Armstrong,
2: I knew he was an evil
1: referee.
0: <laughs> I think this one's like uh, pretty appropriate for two and a half stars. Look at Hulk. He's foot Because there was one, two, three, four U's and two N's.
2: <laughs> Wonderful. There we go. The <laughs> The snake pit is complete. <laughs> Nathan, we should talk about next. We should hint it next week because we're going to talk about a wrestling event.
1: Uh, do you have a hint for us as to what's to come? Wait. Shouldn't this have been held in Detroit and in the future?
2: There you go. There's a little hint ski for the wrestling event we're going to talk about next week. Ryan will be will be back as well. Um, oh, and forward to it. Uh, yeah, so that that is what's coming up. Um, Nathan, were you wondering anything about what we've been doing? Or- well, you
1: mean you guys? I suppose I to ask you about uh, you know this whole stay inside and safe and everything that we're all doing. Uh, so I just wanted just kind of wondering uh, what you watching, Bud.
0: Yeah,
2: Ryan, what you watching, bud?
0: Oh, uh, thanks for asking there, bud. Uh, too many to list. It's weird. We're in this weird uh, situation. Do you guys prefer with this binge model of watching something, or do you miss waiting a week for like a new episode of something? I like waiting. A, it, I like yeah. waiting
2: a week for Wandavision. Yeah, I enjoy as it that. Should. Um, it depends. If it's like Community, mm-hmm. I'll just watch it.
1: Just let me watch it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but if it's like something that builds the story, I'd rather take my time.
1: See, for me, in a situation like a, like a community or or like a, a standard sitcom, the week-to-week thing doesn't bother me. Mm. It's when a, a show is written almost like they're designed to be binged. Mm. that Then in that situation, I'd rather just kind of sit down and watch as many episodes as I can and burn through it in like a day or two or something. I really like what they've been doing with WandaVision because they do kind of leave you a little taste
2: at the end, but it's not like a complete cliffhanger. Like, you're not like... I mean I am like oh I got to wait a week but that's just cuz that show's great. Um, but anyway, Ryan, go ahead, tell us what what you've watched. Okay, been yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> I was only going by that because so I'm trying something different. So if there's something like on a streaming that has like all the seasons, I try to do just a couple of episodes a day. So I'm a huge anime fan, so like they have City Hunter on Retro Crush, so I watch a couple of episodes per day of that. I mostly listen to a lot of podcasts, just because, like, it's something that's good background if I'm just either level grinding in a game or something like that. So, I typically just listen to podcasts that deal with video games and cartoons, mostly.
2: There you go. What about
0: about you, Nathan?
2: What you been watching, bud?
1: Uh, You know, it's uh, been... uh been watching a lot of uh, uh, television as well um, I actually started checking out this new one uh, by uh, CBC called Pretty Hard Cases um, It's almost it almost seems like it's a Canadian version of LA's Finest okay. um, I don't know if any of you have ever watched LA's Finest, it's a spin off of the Bad Boys uh, movies oh. but starring uh, you know Martin Lawrence's sister from Bad Boys <laughs> 2 and it's set in LA. It's not Florida. So, I mean, that. there's that. But that's not the show I'm talking about. Uh, this is a pretty hard case. It's on CBC and
0: CBC Gem.
2: All right. There we go. Yeah.
0: And uh, what about you, bud, yeah, uh, Brandon? Brandon? What are you watching, bud? Am
1: I watching, bud?
2: Um, I just saw, I mean, going perfectly with the theme of Suburban Commando, I watched a movie recently <laughs> called Muriel's Wedding. Um, <laughs> it's actually i think now if i'm wrong i apologize but i'm pretty sure it's tony collette's like on screen debut or at least very close to that um and it was wild to hear her doing her real accent like i it, i sometimes forget that she is an australian <laughs> um but she, it's an australian movie tony collette is in it and basically she's like an outcast her friends are super fake they don't actually like her um and she her dad is like this corrupt politician uh he gives her a blank check <laughs> so it's not like the movie blank check no adults are making out with kids in this movie <laughs> um he g- gives her a blank check and she goes off on vacation and uh yeah it's kind of more of a character thing than an actual like plot driven movie but it's a lot of fun and it's uh there's some moments that are dark and uh tony collette is great and i'm watching this movie and i'm like yeah no wonder you turned out to be like a terrific actor so muriel's wedding check it out
0: all right cool
2: cool well at this moment nathan montrose monkington would you like would, would montrose like to come in and say a few words
1: and bless us with his presence yeah sure and get that guy just a second Hello, it's good friend Montrose Mankington III here. And while I am currently hiatusing, I, I do encourage you to to go back to my my back catalog, uh, where where I talk about the wrestling. And there's a, there's a few other sketches as well, where when I went hunting and celebrated uh, 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 Halloween, and then that time I was uh, I fled to the woods uh in, in a Planet of the Apes style getaway. But that can all be found on Munkington TV on the YouTube. Uh you can also be friends with me on Facebook, uh the Facebook group Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and friends, as our, our our good friend Ryan here is. Uh and I would also say uh, do feel free to tweet at me uh on Twitter at the, the, the at the handle at Montrose the Third as number three R D. Ryan, as always, it's great to see you. Oh good Thank to see you, you
0: too Montros.
2: More later. Oh, well, thank you, Montrose, for stopping by. And, uh, Ryan, thank you for stopping by. No problem. We will see you again next week. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Where can people find you on the interweb so they can stalk oh, you and locate your home address? You want people to find you on the sure, interweb? Sure, why not? Yeah. Do you want to just read your home phone number on the air as well?
1: <laughs> yes, it's 555.
2: Yeah, five, five, social five. insurance number there, too. Which is also 555. Five, five. I am a prince, and all I need is... <laughs>
0: Uh, no, uh, I mostly, if I'm doing anything social media wise, just to talk about nerdy stuff on Twitter at SlackerWriter.
2: There we go. SlackerWriter. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll all be back next week. Um, and as for us, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking? Uh, we are there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. We're on all the podcast apps. Our home base is, of course, uh, Age of Radio. Big time! Uh, you can go to ageofradio.org/slash. What were they thinking? Uh, we're on Redbubble, TPublic, patreoncom podcast. Sign up there for some cool extra stuff. And I think that's about it. So as we close out this episode, Nathan, do you have any questions?
1: Yeah, I suppose I got. I think I got a couple of questions here. I mean. I and mean, with a movie that was originally designed to be a Schwarzenegger-Devito vehicle. And and a movie where we could probably speculate that that Christopher Lloyd signed on before Hulk Hogan signed on as far as replacements go. Mm-hmm. And, and with a movie where um Shelley Duvall is criminally underutilized uh and Larry Miller is criminally overutilized. <laughs> And in with a movie which is clearly knocking off uh, at least a half a dozen way better movies. I and they don't include Brutus the Barber Beefcake in any way, shape, or form, despite the involvement of Hulk Hogan.
0: He was doing stunts. He was credited as a stuntman.
1: And Ryan, yeah. how was he credited?
0: Brutus the Bar Brutus Beefcake. There you go. Continue. Yeah how
2: else oh, didn't, get a, then roll, roll. I stand didn't get a roll but
0: he did get
1: to do stunts
2: he must have been
0: one of the ponytail goons at the very first yeah
1: then i if they didn't put him uh hulk hogan couldn't get him front face and center i simply need to ask what's your question brother what were they thinking